in this conversation that she has, she's like, I need you to propose to me three times. And he's like, what? And he's just kind of thrown off. He's like, I'm supposed to be courting Miss St. Clair. And she goes, no one needs to know. Hello, you're listening to Worth the Read podcast. My name is Sarah. And I'm Shannon. We're sisters who love to read. So whether you're a hopeless romantic or fantasy fanatic, you've come to the right place. We retell and review clean stories filled with high stakes, swooning moments, mysteries, plot twists, and oh, so much drama. But in the end, we only have one question to answer. Is this book worth the read? Listen to find out and don't forget to subscribe. Okay, no, I have a question for you. Okay. Um, it is the new year. Christmas holiday, holiday break is over. Right. What is one of your goals for this year? Reading wise? Oh, I don't know. Just what's well, a goal? so reading wise, it's to read my physical TBR, my to be read list. <laughs> um, Meaning like physical books that you have? Yeah. Okay. So my bookcase is full. I need a new bookcase, actually, like yeah. another, a little baby one next to it. No, you need a big one next to it. <laughs> I don't have the space. Yeah. Know, so, that's true. Um, but I was looking at it. I have so many books I haven't read on there yeah. because I thrift a ton of books. I hardly ever go and buy new books yeah. besides the books I bought from the gift card you gave me. Yes. <laughs> which was amazing. <laughs> um, and I was like, man, obviously I bought them for a reason. They all look amazing. Yeah. And if they're not, then I can know that like you didn't spend it's not my money. style. But a lot, of, a lot of the books I do buy, it's because the cover looks good. So I like having them. Yeah. You know? But if I don't like it, then I can... Like, give it away to somebody. Yeah. Or thrift it again. Yeah, just let it go through its process. Yeah, but after reading this book, because it is a physical one, and I'm so used to Kindle. Yeah. I was like, man, I I love physical books. Yeah, I know. But it's like, you have to be, like, set up the right way. and It's true. The one thing I don't like about physical books is I I can't read at night. I can't read in bed. (laughs) Yeah, I can't read in bed. I have to be in one position, and And then then I'm like... Stiff, and yeah. then you gotta like. Well, for me, because I, you know, my husband sleeps and he goes to bed early because he has to work, get up for work early. But I, I don't want it to be bright to wake him up, and then I, you can't, I can't turn on my side. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's just not convenient. But that's why it's great to have a Kindle. My husband got me for my birthday paper white light paper light. What paper white? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it's called. I paper. have one of those. Okay, yeah. Um, and I love it. It's I amazing. Love huh? it because yeah. I yes. Oh, you can read in the sunlight. Yes, and at night, and you don't feel like your eyes are hurting because yeah. it's not like glaring, like the the light's not shooting at you or anything like that. I don't that. know how they did that. I honestly. legit don't know. And it's weird because when you touch it, like it takes a minute. Like it sometimes does. It's, like, it's glitchy. Laggy. Yeah, and I'm like. I feel like there's got to be better technology. Honestly? Nowadays, but how far are we as a society? <laughs> but it does, it does, the technology, whatever it is that they do is really cool. And I just, um, I mean, it does obviously doesn't bother me enough not to use it, but it's amazing. Yep. Okay, well, that's a cool goal. You do have a ton of books. My goal this year is to finish my novel that I have already finished. Like, that was wow, one, wow, wow, wow. I know. So I, you already did your goal. Well, no, 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 listen. I want to, <laughs> I want to, like, publish it this year. So I finished writing it, which is a huge accomplishment because there's, like, 77,000 words, which I'm like, I've never written that many words in my That's life. Crazy. It is crazy. It's, like, 140 pages or something like that. I'm like, this is insane. And it's, like, 11 font. So if I made it 12, it might be more pages. <laughs> Dang. But. That's actually really big. Like when you print that out? Oh yeah, because I will. This might be 11 font. I know. (laughs) It's big. (laughs) I know. I'm so freaking excited to, I want to print it out because I'm still in the editing process and I have a lot more steps to do, but my, one of my goals is to get it 
like I'd like to publish it this year. If it, if I feel like it's getting rushed though, then I won't because I want to make sure that it's really good. Like I really want to make sure I'm thorough with getting people's feedback, with getting the editors through it and everything like that. So I just, I just want it to be a really good quality book and I don't want to rush it. Because I feel like with my first picture book, I just wanted it to be published. And so once I, I mean, it did take, it took me two years to publish it because I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. But the story itself, I feel like I just was like, oh, this is the story. This is it. I love it. I'm done. And I probably could have done more with it, but I was just so satisfied. My goal was just to publish it just for the sake of publishing. Yeah. So it, it was kind of a different experience. But this novel, like I have a lot more uh, higher standards, I guess you could say. So yeah, that's my goal. I'm really so excited. I can't, I haven't let Shannon read it yeah. at all. I know. She, I, she was there at the very beginning, like talking with me about ideas and things <laughs> like that. But as it's developed, I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I can't tell her because I want her to experience it as a first time reader so I can get her honest feedback. That's true. It's going to be like I'm reading an entirely new book. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's Cause changed. I know some of the premise. Like, yeah. You I know, know the beginning. I know the beginning and I've read one chapter. I was the first to read you were the very first. the first to read you were like the reason I kind of went through with it because never because I hyped you up you so did. well <laughs> you are the best hype person thank you <laughs> I said you read it right now <laughs> I want more it was more of a threat than a hype but you know, <laughs> that's true <laughs> no, just kidding no but seriously I I I never, never thought, like, I've done a couple of picture books, and then I was like, oh, I'll never write a novel. Like, there's no way I I can write a novel. Like, never. And then I had such a clear vision for, like, a specific scene in this book. And then I just wrote it. I didn't even tell you about it. I, I just wrote it. Yeah, and then I, I just emailed it to you, like, just sneakily, just kind of, here you go. And there, like, wasn't even a premise to the email. <laughs> it was, like... I know. I don't even know what you said. I but said, I was like, what do you think about this? And that was it. <laughs> and I started to read it and I was like, oh, is this like a a blurb from some book she's reading or something that like we want to read together? And it wasn't. And it was something you had written and I was freaking out at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, whoa, wait a second. Wait a second. And then you were like, I remember you had like all caps text messages to me. The like, whole time. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, right, you're going to write this. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of talked more about. Because Shannon's like my, my idea board. Like she's she's where I turn to for anything creative. And so we b- bounce ideas off of each other. And this story kind of developed with her from the very beginning. But as I've been writing it and thinking about it. And I was like, okay, I, I know what I want to write. I'm not going to tell Shannon. So that way she can experience it for the first time. And anyways, I can't wait. I'm getting so close. And it's kind of the writing process is insane. Like the many times that I go from, Hey, this might actually be good. Like this might actually work to, Oh my gosh, this is terrible. Maybe I should stop. But like, <laughs> I swing on the pendulum so many times that it's insane. But I, I do feel like with the right amount of beta readers in my, in my ball court, which I do, I feel like I have really good readers in the support system to help me make this work. And then if I put in the effort of finding the right editors and I'm still kind of throwing out the idea, like kind of, questioning if I should traditionally publish it because I'm really I love self-publishing and there's there's so much freedom that comes with it but I feel like there's a lot to learn with traditional publishing too so I'm like mm, maybe I don't know so uh, I don't know you make more money if you self-publish per book but then you might not make as many sales so it's all about your marketing and your efforts that you put into it so that's true I guess it just depends on how how willing I am to commit to marketing. Which you can follow, by the way, if you are interested in following my books and things like that. I'm at Sincerely Sarah V on Instagram and TikTok. TikTok, I've just barely started. I only have like 25 followers. I don't even post really on there. (laughs) And then there's my Instagram 
which mostly features my picture books. But anyways, yay, exciting new year, exciting new goals. <laughs> Let's get on with the story that we're reading today. And Shannon, we've read this years and years and years ago. Years ago. You know, <laughs> I don't think I ever read this. <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? You guys- I distinctly remember like trying to read this. Oh. And I don't know if I even like got through any of it because I don't remember the story at all. Usually when I read a book, like I'll remember a little bit like parts here and there. Nothing of this book. Oh my gosh. Kate, well that's just rude because <laughs> I was just like, Shannon, we need to read Blackmore. We need to read Blackmore. I suggested it to my sister-in-law. She read it. She loved it. I'm like, you know, I haven't read that in years. I want to reread it. And I was like, why don't we just do this for the podcast? We wanted to stay away from redoing authors. Like, we don't want to do too many of the same authors. But I'm like, it's so good. We have to do it. And I remember loving it. Like, I, I didn't remember all the details. I remember one specific scene. And I remember, like, this is so good. I remember loving it. So I'm like, let's read it again. And Shannon's like, I didn't like that one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I didn't like that one so much. And she's just lying to me. Yeah, I know. Seriously. <laughs> and so she kept pushing back hard. And so finally I'm like, she's like, okay, fine. Let's do this one. Because we didn't have anything else lined up for the podcast. So she's like, well, okay, let's do it. And so she finally read it and... I just remember it being super dark. I don't know why. I thought it was like dark and depressing. I do get that in my head because it's like a big... Yeah, because they keep saying it's overcast, it's cloudy mm-hmm. outside. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is by Julianne Donaldson. And we've already done her f- first book. She's only done two books ever. Well, three if you count the boys, uh, the guy's perspective from Eden nah. Um I know. I, don't, I have never even read that one. But like, where where is she? Can you... Can you Please come out of your hiding. I just, we need you to write another book. ASMR, can you please write another book? (laughs) (laughs) You just had to add the ASMR. was ringing to the mic. <laughs> Julianne, please. Oh my gosh. Save us. We need more. Literally. I don't know how you write such good books. <sighs> Two of them in a row that are just like killer. You guys, like reading this book. <laughs> I was th- rereading this, kind of skimming it last night just to get ready for this podcast. And like my gut is clenched so tight the oh, entire time. The angst. That I'm like, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna get, I'm getting a workout. Like, no, I just, honestly. This story is so good. I have so many emotions the entire time and the love, my heart is swollen from oh, reading this story. Sarah. And then like, <laughs> there's almost like frustration throughout the whole book too because yeah, of the, just the She's so good at that. She's so good. Making such a clear conflict between like the characters, like oh. the main love interests. Oh, this one that particularly. That you're like, well, yeah, they can't be together. Yeah. Like, or you're just like go do it do just it say it like and then yeah oh, oh my gosh okay we don't want to give anything really much more away but yeah. i was thinking last night so if edenbrook is like in my head it's like springtime oh this is like fall. halloween yeah <laughs> halloween you yeah, know it's like fall time i think also because the title's blackmore which is you can see on the cover it's right. a big castle type like old ancestral home yeah that's runs in the main male character's family and it seems dark and dreary because she's in the West Wing and it's like dark and cold yeah. in there. But anyways, let's read the back of the book before we give any more spoilers away. Kate Worthington knows she can never marry the man she loves, so she plans to travel to India instead if only to find peace for her restless spirit and to escape the family she abhors. But Kate's meddlesome mother has other plans. She makes a bargain with Kate. India, yes, but only after Kate has secured and rejected three marriage proposals. Kate journeys to the stately manor of Blackmore, determined to fulfill her end of the bargain. There she enlists the help of her dearest childhood friend, 
Henry Delafield. But when it comes to matters of love, bargains are meaningless and plans are changeable. In the wild, windswept countryside near the coast of northern England, Kate must find the truth that has kept her heart captive. Will the proposal she is determined to reject actually be the one, she, one that will set her heart free? Set in 1820s, Blackmore is a Regency romance that tells the captivating story of a young woman struggling to learn to follow her heart. All right, so now we're going into the spoiler section. So don't keep going if you don't want any spoils. Come to your ears. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> what? I'm having a hard time speaking today. <laughs> I can't. This is going to be a long episode. Come to your ears. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Girl, like even last night, I'm like, this is oh, going to be rough, honey. Because, okay, I will say... <laughs> This story, and I was really nervous because I was like, okay, we're doing this for the podcast. But then I was like, oh, crap. This is really, there's so many flashbacks that I was worried it would be confusing. So I'm going to say right now, it's a disclaimer, there's going to be a lot of stuff that we're skipping. So we're going over the main stuff. There's a ton of flashbacks, all really great. And like we kind of talked before, we kind of hate flashbacks. Yeah, they're the worst. They're the worst, but every moment that she flashed backs to is so good that I don't mind reading it I just I kind of wish that it was happening in the real time yeah but I get why she does it like I get why she set it up this way so yeah. you, there's a lot of flashbacks but I feel like she has a lot of trauma so like the first book in Edenbrook like not the first book these aren't connected at all no yeah um but her writing in Edenbrook it's just like everything's moving so quickly there are like and no flash flashbacks and yeah stuff. but this one I understand why she did it yes but, like, I feel like there also could have been another way for some of them. Not for yeah. every single flashback, but, yeah. like, sometimes. Because yeah. there was a point getting more towards the end where I felt like we were just flashback after flashback. And I was like, yeah. okay. Well, there's important stuff that she's It still revealing. moves it forward, so I don't yeah. feel like it's stagnant. But, yeah. man, it's like... Yeah, so I guess that's just a forewarning for you. There's a lot of flashbacks, but... So I'm going to skip a lot of stuff. Just know, I mean, you need to, you have to read this regardless. Like, please, out of all the books, read this one. It's so good. So you're not missing out on anything anyways. But we're going to cover the most important stuff when we do this uh, retelling. But let's start with the main character, Kate Worthington. She is of age. She's older. And so it says that Henry's 20. Yeah, we know for sure that and Henry's she, 20. And one of the flashbacks, it says she's three years younger okay so she's, she's 17, 17. okay i don't know i don't like the younger. that is the one thing i don't like about this book is she's super young yeah he's not much older so it's not weird yeah you for know the what time i'm saying period, especially. for the time period but i will say once they finally get together yeah she's yeah. actually 18 they're older <laughs> yeah they're older so it just still makes me a little uncomfortable so in my head i aged them up you aged them up <laughs> easy fix guys just yeah because like... they're talking about he has like he gets the house he gets the title and all these things and he's 20 yeah so i'm like eh, i feel like he should be older I liked that. He, I didn't have a problem with him being 20. Like, yeah, that was it's a good fine. number in my head. But, yeah. like, yeah, she's younger. It, it makes sense. It makes sense. And the way her character is portrayed, too. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah. She's, she's, she's a little young and dramatic. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, but she's still a great character. Okay, so one thing that's important to note about Kate Worthington is she loves birds. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of a theme throughout the entire story. And she loves to study birds. And she loves to study, period. Like, she's smart. But she also has... A vow that she will never marry. She will never, never get, married. get married. It's important because it's important to the story. So she <laughs> says, I will never get married. So Kate has two best friends, Sylvia, and they're her neighbor, who are, they're like wealthy and like high in the social, social standing. standing. Yeah. 
And her brother's name is Henry, who is the main guy we're talking about. Brother. Sylvia's brother is Henry. So she's best friends with Sylvia and of course would play with Henry as well. And over the years they've the friendship kind of shifted and she's more friends with Henry than she is with Sylvia. Um every summer Sylvia and Henry would go to their house, the estate that they own called Blackmore, and it's far away and it's by the ocean. It's by the ocean. And Kate has always, all the years that she's known them, has wanted to go visit them at Blackmore. But Henry's mom doesn't want, Henry and Sylvia's mom doesn't want her to go. And she learns that at an earlier age, but she doesn't know why. And so she's wanted to go, wanted to go. Finally, she's allowed to go. Yeah. And so she's have she has all of her things packed and she's puts her Mozart music in there and she's mm-hmm. so she's been seriously years guys dreaming of going to Blackmore. She's wanted it for so long and we know too like one of the summers Henry has come back and spent the whole time he was there making a little miniature How cute. model of Blackmore for Kate because she wasn't allowed to go. Like <laughs> so cute. he the things he does for her. He's so sweet. The sweetest thing and Julianne does every Edenbrook and this one she makes like the sweetest most kind just amazing men for the stories that I love. I know it's so love cute. and I usually love like the enemies to lover but like she does such a good job that you fall in love. That is one thing. I'm really not a big fan of like best friends to lovers. Friends love me neither. But like this. Oh, it does such a good pulls job. Pulls on your heart so much. Oh, it does because I've found on TikTok why I don't like friends to lovers it's cuz the inaction of it of them just Waiting years, pining, and like not saying anything. Yeah. I hate that. Oh, drives me nuts. Yes. Yeah, but there is a very, very good reason why Henry never says anything. Or why she doesn't do anything either. Okay. <laughs> Though another reason why she is such a great author too is she paints him through Kate's eyes. Because it's only uh, one point of view from uh-huh. her point of view. And she paints him through her eyes so well that you know exactly like what he's thinking. And yeah. ha- the way he holds himself. And it's so good. And you're just like, yeah. oh. I love how you can pretty much see Henry's in love with her. Yes. From the very from the beginning. Very beginning. He but loves you, her. you don't get that as much uh, from Kate. Like you get that she's very fond of Henry. But then yes. it just slowly like, oh yeah, she's totally in love with him. Yeah, but you don't know till later. It yeah, kind of becomes a realization really at the funny. end. It's so interesting because I'm like, why is she pushing? Okay, listen. Is this <laughs> guy this generous guy was around and like flirting as hard as he is and, he's and, so, handsome. Obvi- and so handsome and so obviously interested like i would have been like okay let's go no, like, i know but, but there's so many things standing in their way so let's move on so henry comes <clears throat> back from blackmore with this miniature model of everything so she can see it because she's never seen it and how she, freaking sweet one of the before they leave for this for blackmore too she's like i would give anything to go to blackmore he's like anything and she goes <laughs> she's thinking in her head well i can't give my big toe i could give my little toe so she's like i'll give my little toe to go to blackmore and so when he comes back and brings her miniature model of blackmore uh she's like wow this is you know so sweet thank you for doing this for me and he goes well, i didn't do it for you i did it for your toes it's so cute it's so freaking cute it just makes you genuinely smile when you're reading yeah it's so sweet oh my gosh it's so good so anyways, one of the times uh, her mother is trying to get Kate to marry Mr. Cooper, who's like an old man. And she's like, he's going to die like any minute. And the, and the <laughs> mom, diseased. he's diseased. Yeah. And the mom's like, that's the more reason to marry him. You don't have to put up with him for that long. Yeah. Her, her mom is awful. And you're oh, going to see more into the that. Word. The book we did uh, last episode. Yeah. I thought the mom was bad in that. Yeah. I, 
hated this mom. Okay. Like with a passion. With a passion. She's the she's a hussy. Yeah. She's a, a big floozy. Big floozy, and she's married. She has a dad, and she's just Ugh. like awful. So she's pushing for her to marry Mr. Cooper, and so her mom's frustrated with frustrated with Kate because she's like, I'm not going to marry him, <laughs> and she's like, I'm going to India India with my aunt. She, I, she's been saying she's been wanting to go to India, and her mom's like, No. That is not what women are supposed to do. You're supposed to get married. I'm trying my very hardest to get you married off. And yeah. India is just going to ruin the plans. What are we going to do with you then? You know, yeah. if you go to and it'll be a waste it'll of be resources and stuff for the family. Jeez, yeah, trauma. I know. <laughs> and so, she, so her mom's like, "You are not allowed to go to Blackmore anymore." And so, Ugh. so that breaks Kate's heart. So they come up with a plan. So well, she climbs out the window, finds Henry because their houses are separated by like a little field, kind of field of like trees. trees and stuff. Yeah. So she meets Henry there and they're playing archery and she tells him the whole situation and he's like, well, just bring your sister who your mom's desperately trying to get married as well and then yeah. she can't say no because there's, there's going to be other so men there. So many other guests. bachelors there. Yeah. Yeah, and so she's like, what a great plan. So yeah, she so runs she back. goes back to her mom, and she comes up with this plan. She's like, hey, listen, uh, I'll bring my sister, and there's a lot of men there. And so her mom's like, well, let, how about this? Yes, you can take your sister, but in order to go to India, you need to reject three pr- proposals. But- so she approaches her mom with, like, this bargain, because she's like, I don't know if this is going to work. I really want to go. She'll give anything to go to Blackmore. Yeah. So that's why her mom's like, oh, seize an opportunity. Yeah, of course. Her mom's going to take advantage of it because she's a narcissist. But <laughs> she she says, comes up the bargain, says, okay, if you get three proposals and you, and, you, and you give them, you say no three times, then you can go to India with your aunt. Yeah. But. That's how Winnell believed that you won't marry anybody. Right. And th- But if you get, if you don't get three proposals, then I get something and you have to do one thing Anything that I want you to do, you have to do it. No questions asked. And so she's like, okay. Well, Kate's like, okay, I can do, I'll do anything to go to Blackmore and go to India. So yes, I will take the bargain and we're going to. she's 17, so she doesn't see the trap she just walked into. Yeah, she's young. Even I was like, Kate, come on, girl. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, that's the setup. She goes to, she finally gets to go to Blackmore and Henry kind of is the escort kind of, I mean, there's a carriage and she has a chaperone and everything, but he escorts her there and there's a long trip. And they finally get to Blackmore when she walks in for the first time. Miss St. Clair is there, <laughs> and she is awful. No, I'm just kidding. She, she is, but not really. Kind of. She is the betrothed for Henry. Like, her, the parents have matched them up, and she's already there. And Kate's like, oh my gosh, I don't want her to be here. She knew she would be kind of, she'd be coming, but she wanted to have her time alone because she was there earlier, but Miss St. Clair is there. And, and it's so funny because you're like, does she like Henry? I don't know. And then she like has been hearing about Miss St. Clair because Miss St. Clair goes to the Blackmore every summer with Henry and Sylvia. So she's been hearing about this girl for years. Yeah. And she's like, always hasn't liked her. And, and then you get to the house and she's like, Mrr. yeah. And you, tell, you totally tell she's jealous, but she like won't come and, right out and say it in her head. Yeah. And it's so funny to see. Yeah. And it's uh, it was frustrating for me because she <sighs> acts like she already owns the place. Oh, so she's like, oh, I will show you around, and this is Let where, me give you the tour. Let me give you the tour. And Blech. she's like, oh, I don't want you. Ugh. Um, <laughs> but when she arrives, and she sees St. Clair and her, and Sylvia's there, and Miss Delafield is there, but she didn't know that Kate was coming. Oof. And so she puts her in the West Wing, which where nobody's at. Like, she's away on the complete other side of, like, this castle, pretty much. Yeah, this by huge herself. Mansion. She's by herself. 
It's all dark and dreary. It's all dark and dreary. So Miss Delfield doesn't want her there. Um, and she's like, I thought your mom was expecting me. And then yeah, like, so nope. she, she talks to Henry, I think. Uh, well, she talks to Sylvia and Henry yeah, about well, it separately. Sylvia's like, well, it's just because my mom like wasn't expecting you. And she's like, what do you mean she wasn't expecting me? And she's like, well, she no, no, I didn't mean that. She like didn't. She forgot to count you. Yeah. So she's she was, like backtracking. Yeah. Sylvia's kind of not a good friend. No, she de- they develop into not become like they're just you, sad. It is really I sad. I wish they would have re- reconciled at the end. I mean, anyways, I don't know. I didn't really care so much because I'm That's like, true. <laughs> Henry, Henry's everything. So, so she gets put into the West Wing and she's like, you know what? I don't care. I wanted to come to Blackmore to explore anyway, so I can be left alone. And this is the scary part. There's talks of ghosts and she's like so excited about it. I love it. that. She's very adventurous. She's very adventurous. <clears throat> so like every night, the first night, Sylvia's kind of awkward with the questioning but she's like how about you stay here and rest and we'll have dinner we'll have the dinner brought to you but you're not pretty much you're not invited to have dinner with us and she's like that's okay I want to explore anyways in her mind and she's like that doesn't matter so she goes and explores and later Henry comes and finds her like out exploring of course (laughs) and she talks to him then and she's like why you know her mom didn't want me here and he's he's like well I invited you here you know and And he's the man of the house basically yeah because the father is dead oh yeah we did well you we talked about that a little bit more but yeah it, the father has died so he has power she, he has power which is kind nice of everything. that he can kind of say how things are a yeah. little bit yeah so mom's controlling kate is on a plan she knows she needs to get three proposals and she knows all of the people are arriving the next day so they've all arrived and it's dinner time so when she goes to dinner she's like okay i have a plan i need to start flirting with people because i need to get three proposals so she starts flirting with all these people and we find out that her oldest sister yeah eleanor through flashbacks we find out that her older sister eleanor and just the way they talk about her too yeah and she is a floozy like she tried to seduce a man into marriage by being in his room in his bed yeah so when she's flirting oh it's so yeah when she's flirting her friend and that's just like a rumor it hasn't blown up quite yet Mm -hmm. but that's a rumor going around that looks bad on her and kate's family but sylvia when she's flirting She's flirting with Mr. Brandon and uh, Sylvia pulls her out and she's like, you look like your sister and you, you're acting like your mother and all this yeah. kind of stuff. And, and Mr. Brandon I is mean, we've, Sylvia. Okay, we find out there's Mr. two Mr. Brandons, Mr. Brandon the Elder and then Mr. Brandon his son. And Kate's like, oh, you like Mr. Brandon. Okay, well, I'll, I'll flirt with the dad to see if he can, maybe he's I can He's a get, widow. He's a yeah, widow. We so can do that easy. <laughs> easy. And I can get a proposal and I can reject him. And then Sylvia comes and she's like, what are you doing? You're flirting with my Mr. Brandon. She goes, the elder Mr. Brandon. She's like, what are you talking about? Because Mr. Brandon, the son is so cute and attractive. And she just assumed it would have been him. And uh, Sylvia's strategically trying to get him to propose. Because she wants a title. Yeah. Which, yeah. I I didn't love that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So then... So Sylvia's like, oh, I'm sorry. But then they ha- from this point, it's really awkward because she's she calls her out and says that you're acting like your mother. And then she also says, you have to get three proposals. Do you, th- first off, that's rude to the men. Like you're, you're playing with them. That's yeah, rude playing to with their heart and yeah. emotions. Yeah, which was a good point because yeah. I didn't even think of it. Honestly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> honestly, I didn't care. <laughs> I'm like, she has to get to India. But she kind of doesn't care either because she's still really young and naive. And yeah. She's like, my, my goal for India is the only thing that matters. You're right. So she she's like, Sylvia brings that point up and she's like, also, so these guys would never propose to you like this is a different status of men like yeah because they all know your sister's a floozy and your like your whole family names kind of 
sucky right now. Tainted, yeah. Yeah. And so she kind of brings out those points, and then so then and so yeah, that fight though that was a fight. Sylvia was mean. Sylvia was mean, and they don't reconcile really. And so then they leave, and they don't really ever talk again. It's just kind of awkward from that point out. Okay, so then she she's kind of out of sorts, and she's like, "Well, I don't want to go back and make a fool of myself and flirt with these people." So she goes. Glad she didn't really try to flirt with anybody else. Not ever again. We're going to fast forward. <laughs> so another day, she goes into the secret library that she founds in one of the tours that Miss St. Clair is giving. And she loves the, the little library. There's a huge cage in there with a black bird. And of course, she has an obsession with birds. And she doesn't know what bird it is. But she noticed that the bird doesn't sing. And she feels bad for the bird. She feels herself caged. The The bird cage is very symbolic throughout this whole story, yeah, too. And that's she's true. Okay. So one of the nights that she's out and exploring, she goes to her cage and she's, she's kind of, she's crying because she's like, man, I don't know. I'm, I feel caged. Like, I don't know. If, I don't have a way to get to India and I'm going to have to do whatever my mom wants me to. And I know she's like evil and she, I'm going to have to do it anyways. And I can't find proposals. And I can't everyone's, find proposals because yeah. it's, it's just not going to work like I thought it was. Well, Henry finds her in there and he sees that she's sad and she, in exchange for her telling him what's on her mind, he tells her he he thanks her and tells her the day that my father died and you you came and was with me like that really meant so much to me and it it, it helped me so much that I I just I never thanked you because I've never really talked about it and he's like I, I needed to thank you for that and so she then tells him that she feels caged like this bird like she's never gonna be she's always being controlled by something she's always gonna be controlled by something and i love this part in the book i'm gonna read it real quick it's on page 99 oh, it's so good and she says have you ever wanted something so much it hurt that the wanting actually caused you physical pain and then he says yes and i just can picture him he's like just staring oh at my her. gosh he's a, yeah it says right here <laughs> he's he was perfectly still watching me with those dark eyes yes he said in a quiet solemn voice she said that is how I feel about India. I want to go so badly, the wanting hurts, but I'm afraid that I won't ever go, and I'm afraid that I will never realize this dream, and if I don't realize this dream, then it's possible I won't realize any dream, and if I just live a bleak, dreamless life without adventure or joy or choosing or or living, when I think about it, when I think about how stuck I am and what is expected of me and what I'm allowed and not allowed to do and how little power I have or will ever have simply because I was born a girl... I feel a million wings inside of me beating so hard it hurts. So good. Ah! The writing. It's <laughs> the so writing angsty. Is I love so it. So good. So then they kind of, and then Henry's so sweet because he, he sees like the symbolism there for her. And so he's, he's, he opens the cage and lets the bird fly around. <laughs> it fly it's around. so funny because you can see the solution to her problem the whole book. Yeah. But you don't know the reasons all the way you don't know all the what's holding her back yeah yeah, just go just do it just he's right there and then you're like oh Oh, later on it's really a sacrifice that she's making even though you think she's just being stubborn yeah but it's it's not really so much more to it oh it's yeah so anyways so he's so sweet and he opens the cage let the bird let the bird fly and they're like leaning against the wall and their arms are touching each other and they're just watching the bird and then it's funny like after a time she's like she says we're gonna have to get the bird back in the cage he goes yeah i'll worry about it tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) it's so cute i love how you can see their genuine friendship oh yeah and they're comfortable they're comfortable with each other yeah so later she comes she finally comes up with a plan she realizes with the, the bargain she's made with her mother is three proposals, not three different men. Mm. So she's like, oh my gosh, I can ask my trusted friend Henry to ask me three times. She didn't say three different men. It can just be three different proposals. 
So she sneaks out one of the nights and she's she goes and like walks down to the to the beach, which is super dangerous. And her maid like tells her not to go, but she goes anyways and she finds Henry there. <laughs> so he's swimming and she's like, Is it a ghost? And like <laughs> it's so cute. And then he comes out and he's like, She's like, Henry? And he's like, Kate, what are you doing out here? And then he, she's like, Are you wearing clothes? And he's like, No. So she turns around. <laughs> And he puts on clothes. And he so just puts on pants. Pants only. Ooh. So this is the first time she sees like how strong and buff he is. And Ooh. she's like, oh my gosh, she's a Greek god. And like, <laughs> when has this happened, you know? <laughs> and she can't, she's fighting to like look at his chest. And anyways, and he's finding it amusing. Yeah. In this conversation that she has, she's like, I need you to propose to me three times. And he's like, what? And he's just kind of thrown off. He's like, I'm supposed to be courting Miss St. Clair. And she goes, no one needs to know. It's just... It's the bargain she kind of tells him, the bargain that she's made with her mother. And so he's like, okay, I'll do it. I'll agree to it. Let's go inside. She goes, no, why don't you just ask me? He goes, no, I'm going to do it how I want and when I want. Yeah. And, and you can see the internal struggle. In oh, so this, the torture she's making yeah. him go through just by proposing three times. She doesn't know. She's just like, oh. Anyways, so they leave. And one of the days he he's like here you dropped his handkerchief and in the handkerchief is a a message a secret message and he's like meet me at the secret passageway well she doesn't know where the secret passageway is so she's been looking all day looking for the secret passageway and henry runs into her at one point throughout the day and he's like have you found it she goes no and he's like oh oh, it's gonna be at at midnight you have to meet me at midnight (laughs) and she goes please just give me a clue he goes it's behind one of the paintings so she's walking around and she finally finds it and it's in her library behind one of the massive paintings there's a secret passageway. So they meet there at midnight and he takes her through secret passageway to the, the ruins, the Abbey ruins. And it's one of the towers that's left. And so that when they go through this huge tunnel and up these winding stairs, they get to the top of these towers or this tower that's in ruins, but it overlooks so much. And she loves it. And, he, and she finds out in this time together that he's never taken anyone there before. So he's taking her there. These meetings, I also do remember. Like I've, I've remembered these meetings for really? like ever. Yeah. He, this is when he does his first proposal. But he says, in exchange for each proposal, I want one secret to to unravel the mystery of Kate and so she's like okay that's fair yeah I will give you an answer and so the first proposal so here's his first question the day I gave you your cat is the day you asked me not to call you kitty what happened that day so then there's a flashback and it's Eleanor who is the one her older sister who tried to seduce a man her and Eleanor are shopping and they're looking at bonnets and things like that they're during their shopping Eleanor talks about how attractive Henry is and Kate gets super defensive and she's like, no, you can't have Henry. You cannot like stay away from why. Henry. She's so defensive. Yeah. And so Eleanor is like, hmm, I can do whatever I want. Like yeah. she's the worst sister, but no, seriously. she's like, no, you can't have like Henry's off limits kind of thing. And, but they leave and they go and they find their mom. And this is the first time that Kate sees her mom outright flirting with another man in public. And she's but like really intense flirting because it's kind of it seems like they've already done something. Yeah, and we're not really even sure throughout the whole book if that if she ever does anything outside of her marriage because like you can see her dad hates his wife. Yeah, there's but, a disdain there between yeah, them. Yeah, we still don't know if like she's actually ever done anything, but right. I think she's always trying to social climb through her, her body kind of thing. Yeah, through like these being a mistress for other people almost. which is so weird like, like she they has have money. great yeah <laughs> they have a great setup there's a husband right there i don't know i think she's just she's very just, narcissistic needs a lot of attention stuff like that yeah so she like you can kind of understand why kate like pretty much hates her mom yeah i would too yeah. but she sees this man it's a commander 
who is openly flirting with her and he calls her in this moment where Kate is so embarrassed because there's onlookers and Eleanor has a parasol and she's like trying to like use a parasol to hide her mom. Eleanor looks up to her mom. Look at how how Ugh. he's flirt- like, oh my gosh, like as an example. And the commander calls her my kitten. Yeah. And so from that moment on, El- uh, Kate runs away from her mom and her sister. She's so embarrassed. She runs to the river at this river, there's some boys like across the river and they throw a sack in and Kate knows what it is and she dives in to retrieve it and she's like struggling. Arms wrap around her and bring her up and it's Henry who saves her and in the sack is a bag of kittens. <laughs> so sad. And so I was like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. People do that. What is wrong with people? Honestly. Ugh. Anyways, that's a whole nother thing. But they, she pulls out the bag and they're trying to like, one of the kittens survives and while they're trying to save this kitten, she's talking with Henry and she says, I don't want to be called Kitty anymore. And he's like, okay. And he just like takes it and he's very serious. And he's like, all right, what would you like to be called? And she says, Kate. And so he yeah. calls her Kate from without any questions from that point out. Like and he's the only one that does that. He Consistently, yes. Yeah. And she, throughout the story, is always saying, call me Kate. Everybody call me Kate. And they just ignore her. Which is rude. So rude. So rude. But you can kind of see the connections that aren't really genuine. Yeah. Just through that one thing. Like Sylvia yeah. keeps calling her Kitty. Yeah. Her so mom. does her mom and her sisters and stuff like that. So yeah. you're like, Henry actually takes her seriously and actually yeah cares for her yeah. genuinely and he calls her kate and in that moment too she talks about how this is the first time like they she's looking at him and he's looking at her and there's something different in the way that he's looking at her and the, the way he looks to her feels different for her so you could it's so cute because you can see like their affection grow with these flashbacks yeah. too but start from friends to something else because they've been friends since they were like born basically. yeah yeah in this for to answer his question she tells him the commander story about how he called his mother, her mother who was openly flirting with him, kitten me. And so she didn't want to be called kitty anymore. So he's like, okay. So that answered her question. So he gets down on one knee and very seriously in such eloquent phrasing, <laughs> he proposes to her and she starts laughing. And he's like, Kate, what, are you laughing at me? And he's like, I was trying to be serious. You're never going to grow up. And like all this stuff. And she's like, no, it's, and he's like, maybe this won't work. She goes, no, 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 no. Look, like, let's just try again. And then so he finally just says it. And he's like, you are the most stubborn, most <laughs> silly girl. Will you marry me? And so she says, no, I will not. And then, <laughs> Thank you, but no. Thank you, but no. <laughs> and you can see he's just like hurt after he says it. But he was trying. He's like, it was my first proposal ever. And then she's like, oh, no. Do you feel compromised? And he's like, no, I don't feel compromised. But... It was really cute. Yeah. I love that scene. Yeah, that was cute. So, all the proposals are so good. All the proposals are so good. So then random flashback in between this and like the next proposal is he knows how much she loves birds. And so she wants to hear what, what a woodlark sounds like. And so he finds one of his servants who knows bird calls really well. And so he comes and like throws rocks at her window, like in the mid- early morning, like before anyone gets up, it's still dark. And she climbs out the window and he takes her with his servant to go listen to bird sounds. And while they're there listening, um, the, the servant's saying these different, he's like, okay, that's this bird. Okay, that sound is this bird. And then finally get to hear a woodlark. And she's, he says, what do you think of, of your woodlark? And she goes, it's hauntingly beautiful. And he's staring at her and he's like, yes, it is. Goes, and yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> it is so sweet. It's, I just thought, he, it just shows like, he goes through great lengths to make her happy and yeah. to like do things for her. And I thought that was a good flashback just to, to mention. Also, we found out a lot of her, not even personalities, but things that she likes are connected to Henry, and I thought that was so sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because the birds is one of them, but we see that later. Yeah, it's so sweet. 
so time is passing. Miss St. Clair is still being super, uh, like, condescending and annoying. And there's another flashback that happens. As soon as she hears of her Henry's father's death, she leaves to go to comfort Sylvia, but finds Henry underneath one of the big trees in between their homes. Yes. It's all raining, and she's like, well, this is, he's so broken. Like, he probably doesn't want me to see him. And he's, she can see his, then she sees his shoulder shaking that she can't help it. She goes to him, and then he just hugs her and cries <laughs> on her, and they just start embracing for hours. Like, just, yeah. he's just sobbing. And so finally, near the end of that moment together, he kisses her on the forehead and says, thank you. And she says, you're welcome. And then he's like, I'll walk you home. And so he walks her home and then she realizes, oh, I never went to Sylvia. And so she says, tell, he tells, she tells Henry, tell Sylvia, I'll see her tomorrow. And he says, okay. Ugh. That was like a shift in their friendship. That was a huge shift. Every moment is almost a shift That's in their friendship. That's true. Like there's it just, you can see the steps climbing towards their affection. And how deeply and how deeply they, they love And other. how much they care for each yeah. other too. And it's not just like It's not one-sided level. either. It's yeah, cool. it's true. Yeah. yeah it's I not just surface love level. that. Yeah. It's just like, you can see how deeply it runs and why he loves her so much and why they're just so connected. Yeah. Just like... Ugh. It's it's so beautiful. So the second proposal, he takes her. They meet at midnight at the same secret passageway. And they go back to the tower, on top of the tower. And the next question is, and he, this time he asks a question first before the proposal. But anyways, he says, I want to know why you're opposed to marriage. And her answer is, because marriage is bondage and misery. And so in their conversation, he's like, that's not the question that I want. I actually want to ask you why you're afraid of love. <laughs> I have to read the response because it's so good. So why, why are you afraid of love? And she says, I have seen it time and time again with my mother, with my father, with Eleanor, now with Maria, her, which is her younger sister. It is scourged to all that is tender and good. It is disloyal. It is no respecter of persons. It creates bondage, heartache, betrayal, resentment. That is what I've seen of love. That is why I'll, I will avoid it. I will be wiser than my parents and my sisters and everyone else who was entrapped by a fleeting feeling and then made to suffer for it for the rest of their lives. And then he says, that is not love you speak of. You have seen the decay of in of the imitation of love. Your parents never loved. Your sisters never truly loved. I wonder if they're even capable of it. But you, dear Kate, you are not like them. And you get, she is like traumatized from her childhood, from her parents, from everything. And I like how that was one of the questions he asked because you can really see that. Yeah. Like, and she's not even giving, she's 17 and she's mm. not even giving a chance to yeah. love. It's really sad. She's never courted really at yeah. all. And I like that Henry's like, listen, you are not your sisters or your mother. Like, and that's not love that they're doing. Like, you don't know. Like, it's so different. Love yeah. is so different than what you know. And it can be so see. much better. Okay, so now, her mother and Maria arrive. Ooh. And it's so cringy. And so, the whole time you Gosh, read this book, dang. I'm frustrated the entire time. Yes. For one reason or another, I'm frustrated because she's not telling him or just leaning into the love that she feels. And then I'm frustrated because of her mother and the situation. Like, there's just frustrating frustration the whole time and you read this book you're frustrated that the mom's doing what she's doing because yeah. kate tries her hardest to stop her yeah and but like she she stands up for herself kate, kate's very assertive but man the mom's the worst like she just doesn't she even talk about down her. to her and ignores her i just and don't like, understand because it's like 
clearly if you're flirting with some guy like that openly in front of all these other guests and your daughter sitting there like mom we need to go like blah 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 she doesn't care you don't even see that like that could ruin her reputation yeah Yeah. it's kind of funny but like yeah you can just see the mom is the worst also miss delafield hates kate's mom oh Hate. hate and there's a reason for that later and we don't know and she like mentions it early in the book and she's like i didn't until i found out why they had hated each other blah blah, blah. and you're like why 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 do they hate each other yes <laughs> all right so her mother as you've guessed starts flirting with the men that are there causing a scene and sylvia is pulling to kate and she's like you gotta stop your mom and she's gonna make the guest leave and if i don't land my proposal with mr brandon like she's freaking out and so she tries to rein her mom in. Henry comes in and he kind of saves the day. And he's like, here, uh, let me take you on a tour. And and so he's like, it's, it's it's okay, Kate. Like, why don't you go to your room? I'll, you know, I'll, I'll handle it kind of. But it still doesn't really handle it. So here's another, oh, here's another flashback. I had to mention this one because this is one of my favorite flashbacks. Kate is underneath one of the trees with her sketchbook. And Henry finds her there. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's totally flirting with her. And... Oh, it's so good. I don't want to ruin it, guys. You have to read it. It's so good. But pretty much they're flirting and they end up like kind of laying on top of each other really close because she was tickling him and he was trying to stop her. And he asks her when they're in that position, he's like, will you dance with me tonight? Because they're having a ball. And so he's like, will you dance with me tonight? And she's about to answer. But Sylvia comes and says, what? Henry? Kate, what are you doing? Yes. Oh, Oh. Oh my gosh. The scandal. I thought for sure right there they'd be ruined. I did too, but luck, but we kind of, there's so, a reason Sylvia. All right. So that's one of the flashbacks. So he asks her to dance because he's, he's, this is the first time he's very blatantly stepping forward and saying, will you dance with me? Like kind of like, you know, putting the step forward of like, I like you. I want to dance yeah, with you. Like, like that's the first time. Date. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. All right. So now we're going, we're in present time and she meets Henry at the secret passageway at midnight and Everything is awful because her mom is there and everything's just kind of crumbling apart. So they meet it. So he's like, I know, let's 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 run away. So I know. And she's like, I just need that one more proposal and I can go to India and just leave. Like she can leave the next day, leave for India and she'll be out of this terrible situation. So they meet at the secret passageway where he will propose to her again, right? Like to go to their top, top of their tower. Well, they're together and she's like, I just want to do something daring to kind of the runaway from like all the stuff. So they have a cute moment where she's running on top of the the wall of the tower and he's holding on to her and they're running and he's like swinging her around, like letting her like feel like she's flying. And, and then he asks her, this is the question. What happened at the ball? The one you left early without dancing with me. What made you run away from me when I called after you? What made you tell me? And Sylvia, the next day that you plan to never marry. Bum, bum, bum. And this so is then, the question you are answered so much. Yes. And so then we have the flashback. And this is the flashback where we reveal she's at the ball. Her mom has Mr. Cooper, who's trying to make her Kate dance with him. And so she runs away to hide from her mom. She's in the room and then she hears someone comes, coming. So she, she hides, hides behind the, the curtain. Okay. So she goes behind the curtain. And um, it's Henry's mom and Henry's aunt. And they have a serious conversation. And in this conversation, the aunt is like, we are worried about what your family is doing to the reputation of our name. You're an association with pretty much Kate and Eleanor and having them here at this ball is not a good thing. And she goes, well, the rumors haven't spread that far yet. And I thought that, you know, they're friends. We can still have them come together. Henry's mom is like, don't worry. 
I won't let it get awful. I need them to be friends because Sylvia is so lazy, pretty much. Yeah, that's really funny. <laughs> Sylvia is so lazy that it's good that she has Kate as a friend because it keeps her moving and keeps her, like, that energy active, up and yeah. active and all that kind of stuff. And and nothing's happened so bad with between Henry and Kate that it's that I need to do anything yet. But have no fear because I've changed the will. He cannot marry Kate or he will never get Blackmore. And I had my father sign it. And I had my father sign it. And we know that we've already had an instance when Kate's at Blackmore and goes down this hallway she's never been before. And we see Henry with his grandfather. And we see that the grandfather has dementia or something yeah. like that. So he is not in his right state of mind. And we find out that the mom changed the will before this happened. Yeah. And had somebody witness it. So, like, there's no changing the will after this. Yeah. It's, like, there's can't. no possibility. It's kind of sad. It is very sad. And so this whole time you realize... Kate has pushed away from Henry. From all marriage. From all marriage. <laughs> well, that's why she decided to say, I will never marry because then her, then Henry's mom will know and everybody will just know. And she doesn't have to deal with Henry, she, her feelings for Henry anymore. And, and she, this will allow her to still stay friends with them without losing them. Mm-hmm. Because if she were to grow an attachment and to show those affections, then her mom would have separated them and then she would lose her best friend's and it just would have torn, you know, it just would have ripped her apart. So she said, okay, I'm just going to say I plan to never marry anyone. That way we can still be friends. I can have them in my life. And then Henry can still have Blackmore and everything that he's been living his whole life for, like preparing himself for, you know? And we see this all in the flashback, but then it goes to present time. Goes to present time and she refuses to tell him. Yeah. So we now know. And then so in, she says, she refuses to answer and she says, we can, let's renegotiate. And she says, how about I, I, you can ask me anything, how about something that you want instead of like a secret? What is, <laughs> what is something that you want? And so he says, a kiss. And she's like, well, you don't mean that. And then it starts to pour like Ugh. so much rain, like oh, completely a sheet of rain just falls from the sky. And so then they have to run like out of the rain. And he's like, I don't want you to get cold and sick. So they run. He takes her outside of the bedroom, outside of the door. And she and he's like, now about the kiss. And she's like, oh, I thought you would like, I was hoping he'd forget it. And then she goes, no, you really don't mean it. He goes, oh, yes, I do. And so he gets closer to her and he grabs onto her and she can't fight it anymore. She grabs onto his lapels and they're about to kiss. And then there's a light coming down at the end of the hallway. And it, she sees it's her sister, Maria. So she's like, you got to go, Henry. And she opens the door to go into her room and her mom is standing there. She runs into her mom, but her mom saw enough. She saw Henry there as well. They're both dripping wet. And so she's alone in the hallway at night in the the hallway at night. And so she's like, Oh, this is perfect. Now you guys have to get married. And now there's nothing to keep you guys apart. Oh, and she's and the mom's like, I couldn't have ever crafted this. Like you're so cunning, blah, blah, blah. And you can see it's just killing Kate. Like Kate's sitting there crying on the bed. And she's like, that's not what happened. Like I would never do that. But the mom's like, oh, you're so devious and stuff like that. Yeah. the mom. And she's realized she's like, again, become her mom. And she's never meant to blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But she's pretty much trapped Henry. She trapped Henry. Henry. Yeah, exactly. And she doesn't want to do that. 
and she knows what will happen too. Like he won't get Blackmore. And, and right. so in this, oh, so she's terrible. yelling at her mom and she's like, I would rather, she, she doesn't want to do that to Henry. So she says, I would rather marry Mr. Cooper than marry Henry. But Henry oh. hears it because oh. he comes back and he's standing in the doorway and he hears her say that and he just leaves. Oh my so gosh. Sad. Rips your heart <laughs> out. It does. This point, you're like hopeless with Kate. I like, know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you're like, how is this going to turn out good? <laughs> I know. So throughout the day, she is like, "All right, I, ha- I, I have to. I can't do what my mom wants to wants me. She, she's gonna ask me to try to get the will changed. Like her mom's being terrible. I don't want to go into that. But so she's like, I'm just, I'm gonna run away. So she asks her maid. Does she's like, I need to safely get to London. Can you please help me? So the maid helps, and she has this plan. So she goes at ten o'clock, ten thirty. She's has all of her things packed. She goes into the the secret room where the secret passageway is one last time. She sees her bird is dead in the cage. <laughs> oh, that was so sad. So sad. And so she opens the gate of the cage because she knows that's what the bird would have wanted. <laughs> and then she hears something like step behind her shuffling and she turns, it's Henry and he says, you're leaving. And she says, how do you know? And he says, it was written all over your face uh, at dinner. And this scene makes me cry. Oh my gosh, seriously. Just like. It's written so well. It's just the anguish. I'm like, I just, <laughs> I can't. Last night I was reading it again. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I can't. <laughs> I can't. So, all right, let me see. This is what he says. He says, Henry could, uh, so he could tell he should He said, would you rather marry Mr. Cooper than me? And she says, no. And he says, then why? Like, why are you running away? Like, why won't you just go through with this? Why won't you just marry me? And then, so he proposes and he says, this is not for the bargain. I, I, I just need to know. I need to know. I love you and I don't want you for, I want you to be with me the rest of my life. Will you marry me? And she says, no. And so he's like, so he's, you can see he's broken, like just so sad. And then he says, okay, I have one last question. He says, if you loved me, and then she, she says it in her mind, I do, not realizing that she actually says it out loud. And he says, what? What did you say? <laughs> and she says, oh, no, I said that out loud. She goes, nothing. I said nothing. And she says, you said I do. And then he kisses her oh, for the that first was time. So and he kisses her so good. And she's, and she's lost in it, too. They're both, like, completely lost into this kiss. And she tries to break it. But then he grabs for her again. Like, he's, like she's the heir he needs. And that so, so cute. They kiss again. So then she so kiss again. And she stops it. And she goes, I know what loving you will cost you. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like, And so she tells him everything. So finally, he knows. He knows why she hasn't been giving in to him. Why she's been rejecting him. Why she says she will never marry. She, he finally understands. And he's like, that doesn't matter. Like, I will give up Blackmore for you. And she she goes, Henry, what will you do? Like, how would we survive? He goes, I'm not averse to work. Like, yeah. I can, I'm smart. I can, we can make it work. Like, I will, I will give it up for you. And she goes, no, I do not want you to resent me. Like, my mother and my father resent each other. And, and I know by forcing you in this situation, you will come around years later and resent me. And I could never, that, I would never want that to happen. And you lose Blackmore, which he's been saying he loves this entire time since yeah. childhood. He's yeah. obsessed with this place. Well, he mostly loves it because she because has had a love for it. So he, he's, fallen, <laughs> he's fallen in love with it because she's had such a love with, of it. So then her, he says that. He's like, yeah, it he doesn't matter. Her. It's because of you. Blah, yeah. Blah. Yeah. And so then the, the maid kind of peeks into the room. Are you ready? Okay, I have to read this. And then he says, wait. He's broken because she pretty much says, no, I will not marry you. I will not take that away from you. I don't want you to resent me. 
And thus our, your circumstances change, she says that. Yeah, and so he's, he's like, there's nothing else that I can do. He feels stuck, and he yeah. knows he has to let her go. Yeah. And so this is what he says. I have one last question on page 263. I can't. It's going to make me cry. I can't. Sarah, <laughs> this scene, I swear. She says, okay, go ahead, ask it. So he says, if you loved me, and his voice caught, and he cleared his throat and tried again. <laughs> I can't, Shannon, I can't. <laughs> if we could be together, which would you choose, me or India? And then she says, you. And then she asks him a question. She says, if we could be together, which would you choose, me or Miss St. Clair? <laughs> and he says, oh, Kate, it was and is and always will be you. This tore, this tore me. I shredded just to pieces. So... <laughs> She's wiping the tears from her eyes, and he has, like, a tear on his face. Yeah, he's crying. And she says, I could not help myself then. I had to look back. I glanced over my shoulder to see him one last time and wished immediately that it could undo it. For there he stood with his arms folded across his chest, looking exactly as he had the day his father died. (laughs) Oh, my God! (laughs) I'm trying really hard not to cry right now. It's so terrible. (laughs) That scene, literally, she does such a good job of just tearing you apart and you see no way around it it's so it's so beautiful though because it's they finally kiss and they finally clear the air but then it's mixed with so much like just heartache it's just like my body i just can't with that whole scene it's so good she writes it so well like so you can see his emotions so clearly you're feeling her emotions you're right there with them Oh. oh my gosh (sighs) <sighs> okay, so then she 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 escapes successfully. She goes to her aunt in, in London, and her aunt's surprised to see her. But then she's like, all right, let's go. So they go to India, and she's gone for a year. It does, and it goes a year later. And I was like, I was like no! no! <laughs> Could you imagine being away for a year? Yeah. Oh, it's so sad. So anyways, there's one guy that we didn't mention. He was one of the guests at their house. His name is Mr. Pritchard, and he's mm-hmm. already been to India. So he, she sees him there. Like a year later, she sees Mr. Pritchard there. And she's thrown off. She's like, Mr. Pritchard, what are you doing here? And he gives her a letter from Henry. Because he found her. And he, I guess Henry sent him off to go find her. So she gets a letter from him. And then in the letter, he states like that he will and al- always will miss her and love her. And so then she's... <laughs> and that was written four months after she had left. So she's like, yes. he, he loved me for four months. Like, it's been nine months now. Yeah. Maybe he still loves me and, like, she still has hope in her heart. And you can see she's still heartbroken over this. Yes. But that, getting that letter really kind of threw her off, too. Because now True. she's just distraught. Like, right back to the beginning. <laughs> right back to how she was before. And she... Because she went, she wondered. She would write letters to her younger brother, Oliver. And in there, she wanted to know, like, how's Henry doing? Like, she, she still obviously loves him, too. But then she's writing a letter and she's finally writing a letter to Henry. And at the door, in the doorway, Henry's there. She, he brings her cat, Cora, with him. And Henry is there. And she's like, oh my gosh. And he tells her, like, I gave it all up for you. I gave up Baltimore. <laughs> I, I, I took up a job with the East India Company and I, tr- I travel and all this stuff. And he's like, now you know, like, you can't resent me because I did this on my own. I traveled to India for you. For you. I came and I found you and I gave up everything for you. I will go wherever you go. Like, it doesn't matter. I will be, I will follow you. And so, it's so sweet. He's like, I'm going to ask you this question one more time. <laughs> And she says, will you, will you marry me? She says, yes. And then it jumps to five years later. Uh. <laughs> and it says, Olivia, we're go. do you see the island over there? So pretty much they have a daughter. So cute. And he's a dad and they're going back to Blackmore. Yeah. Let's see the last page. 
Oh, oh, oh my gosh, I just ripped it. <laughs> I just ripped the page. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> this, is, this is her book. I borrowed her book. Okay, so what is it? Henry asked, smiling down at her and me, holding us both close. It's home. From far away across the gray water, I imagined I heard the song of a blackbird. Oh, my <laughs> god! So and that's the last sentence of the whole story. <laughs> so they get to be together. They get Blackmore. And they live happily ever after. Shut up. It's so cute. <laughs> I'm like so annoyed with how beautiful it is. I know. <laughs> and I'm so mad at Julianne Donaldson for writing amazing books and only having two of them. I know. I know. Gosh dang you guys, it. You guys. Okay. Let's Literally, just... if she came out with another book, I would read it instantly. I don't even care what it's about. Yeah. She's, She's so that good. good. She's so good. So... Let's go right into the questions. You obviously know how much we love the story. <laughs> Sorry that we fangirl so hard on this, but so good. Like I, I just even just retelling the story, I've I've gone through so much. Like I feel like I just no. I need a minute to recoup. I know. <laughs> it's so freaking good. So, anyways, all right. You just sucked into it. Just sucked into it. The plot, amazing. Amazing. Five out of five hearts. Yeah. I, like we said, the flashbacks kind of are annoying, but she does such a good job that I doesn't, it you doesn't matter. You don't mind it. It doesn't matter at all. You know, it's really hard for authors to do a good plot to romance ratio where yeah. it's like you care about the plot enough that you'll, that like it's not getting in the way and you, the romance is good enough that like it's not all you want to read about as well. And she does such a good job of balancing it because the plot is what's keeping them apart and it's just so like... Ugh, it's so good. Yeah. So yeah, plot five out of five. Okay, five, me too. All right, the romance five out of five. Seventeen out of five. There like, you go. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> so it's so good. good. She has so much angst throughout every single scene. There's not a chapter that doesn't have that angst in there, and yeah. it is not boring. Like it doesn't. It's not repetitive, and it just it's grows. not boring. And I it think grows. that's why it's so good is because it's like you see the development of her like coming to terms with her own feelings, mm-hmm. and we can see it in Henry as well that it's like it just grows and grows and grows until the very end in that library scene where they're just like confessing to each other, and you're just all like, the walls are broken down. Uh, it's and so good. nothing holds them back and then they have and I love it because when she first goes to Blackmore she's like this is a place that could unravel you mm. and then it does it, it totally does, does. And there's so many themes that happen throughout that are woven throughout the entire thing Done and so it's well. so nice it's just yeah. so good it's nothing's redundant or yeah. annoying in any way I was totally thinking when I was reading this last night I was like Edenbrook is so cute and beautiful and stuff but like I don't know if I would love it if it was turned into a movie or like a show or something. This one is like oh. a rom-com, angsty teen, like oh. young adult kind of, show. It's heightened. Everything yeah. is heightened for some reason. Like there's so many things that happen too that like it could totally be a movie and it would be amazing. Gosh dang it. Julianne, please like, like honestly, make this a movie. Ugh. We're waiting for this it. This is why we do this so it can get popular enough that yeah. it will have a cult following and then they have to make it into a show. Please, if every pr- listener who's listening to this, please share this with other people like five people (laughs) max so that we can (laughs) max (laughs) so that we can get this book blown up so that it can become a movie because that's all i want that's all we want please do it for us (laughs) no do it for everybody every soul needs to watch this movie and read the story well because you'll want it oh my gosh yes all right, the love story. I mean, come on. Oh, no, no, we said that already. We said love story. The ending. The ending. So good. Actually, 
I, I wanted more. After they finally got together, I feel like... When he's in India, I yeah. felt like I wanted maybe a little bit More time longer. together. Yeah. yeah. More time to talk or something. But, I mean, you didn't really need it. No. But I understand why she didn't do it, but at the same time, you just love them so much, you want more. Yeah. I think that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. It doesn't feel incomplete or anything at all. Yeah. But I'm it's happy like... happy they're <laughs> together. And you know, it's so interesting because she... Through, this whole time, you feel like she's being super selfish and annoying, but she actually is sacrificing her own feelings so much, yeah. for him because she loves him. And then he, at the end, sacrificed everything for her. Mm-hmm. And I, it's kind of a twist that I didn't see coming. Like, I thought... I also feel like he was doing... Throughout the whole story, he does so much for her that I felt like, oh my gosh, he... he like, I feel bad for him almost that he was... He gave up everything for her. But he, he likes her, but yeah. But it's okay. Like, he loves her so much that it doesn't matter... I don't know. At the end of the story, at the end of the book, I, I do feel like it's 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 really really good. I'm I'm between a four point five and a five. I want a little bit more. Do you know what though? I was thinking I'm really glad she went to India because I thought yeah. it would end different. I thought they would come up with their feelings and they would find a way and she would be together. And I was like, oh maybe Henry will go to India with her and they can have yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. But I was like, oh maybe she won't go. But I feel like she needs to go for her own development and for herself. Yeah. And then she ends up going. Yeah. And I love that that's how it happened because she went to India for herself, realized that dream. And she does say when she's in India that she's glad she went. It's everything she could have wanted and stuff. Like yeah. it didn't disappoint her and she needed it for herself. But she still was missing Henry. But she's so still she, missing Henry. Because you're, you're right. Because if she would have gotten married to Henry and then like for some reason they didn't go or whatever, then she would have always been like, is this the right choice? Yeah. Like was I, you know, was I just... Was I like, should should I have gone to India? Yeah. But then and then we find out that Henry did all of this on his own. Like, he could have gone to Miss St. Clair and totally gone what his mom wanted him to do. Right. It would have been an kept easy the cop house, out. Yeah. All his money, stuff like that. Yeah. But I love that it's like oh he gave all of that up. Like he has a lowly job and like just yeah. he's a sailor. Yeah. Just like a regular sailor now and like he did all of that for her and it was like okay so like now we fully see they are dead. To- to each other like there's nothing in the way now so I really did love that because if they want to have done those things separately then I you feel like it might not be for the right reason uh, yeah that's and they true. might resent it and you know I now do, that won't happen I do feel like and I, I still feel like I stick with my 4.5 to 5 because how did they get Blackmore back did that they, is true that's the one question I'm like how did they how did he just end up getting it because he left it in his brother's care while he was gone to do this job but did the grandfather die and so they were able to change the will maybe or like the mom finally reconciled i don't know yeah this is over- i guess i think i will i won't give the ending a five i think i'll give it a 4.5 as well because i do feel like there might be maybe just a teeny teeny bit she could have done more yeah yeah just the smallest yeah that would have really kind of brought it full circle a, just a little bit more just I mean, to smooth it, is, it out yeah but. Yeah. It's still so good. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's you know? true. Overall, this is above and beyond worth the read. Like, so worth you the have read. to read this one. I don't hate it anymore, and I don't think it's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I did. I don't know For why. For some reason, you made I these don't false know claims. Why. I, like, literally years ago was when we read this. I, like, I think I was like beginning of high school maybe still in middle school oh you were just you didn't know right so it's like (laughs) obviously I have a different opinion now so it's like I don't know if like the story just didn't catch my interest I was like I don't like it maybe yeah but there's this is super clean super clean there's nothing you need to worry about at all in this one with your daughter's reading it like (laughs) Like she read it in middle school (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah it's totally clean you and your daughters can read this together if you wanted to it's just 
Oh, so good. Please go read it. Yeah. Please go read it and tell me how Literally, much you loved it and thank me for recommending it. All ages should read this. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So good. Um, so we are reading next week. Yes. Okay. We don't usually have it planned, but next week we're going to read Lakeshire Park by which Sorry, is go. it Morgan or Megan? Megan Walker? Megan Walker. I by think. Megan Walker. And we think we know her kind of. Or at least <laughs> we think. We think we know the family. <laughs> We think we know the Walker family, and I think we think she married into it. I mean, I, I only know one person of the family yeah, honestly. from, like, high school and stuff, but, like, I don't know. Anyways, we think we know, but we're excited. So far, my sister-in-laws have read the story and read it so fast, like, in a day. They say it's so good, so I'm looking forward to it. And another reason we're so excited is because Julianne Donaldson, on the front of the cover, says she recommends it, like, she has a review on it. And yes. it's like, she says it's so good, so yeah. if she recommends it, oh, oh so- so excited so excited oh my gosh and you know what I was waiting until after this podcast to read that one because I didn't want to get the storylines mixed up in my head I wanted Uh to make sure I had this very clear so now that we're done I'm gonna probably just get off and close end of this podcast and go read it because I've been waiting I'm like (laughs) peace I'm gonna go read Lake Shire Park now (laughs) we're recording an episode tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) I mean who knows we might read it fast enough but I'm excited excited. and we usually won't be doing the same kind of romances back to back, these proper romances. Yeah, we try to make it so that we're getting different genres mixed in there. But we might not. Can't help it this time. My containers might not be able to control ourselves this time. So we apologize in advance. Yep, so be listening for that one because it'll probably be a good one based on people's reviews. I mean, I will trust Julianne Donaldson oh my so gosh. much. So <laughs> With my life. So we will my see. My reading life. <laughs> I know, that was dumb. <laughs> my reading life. So we will see next episode if it's worth the read. Yay, guys. can't wait. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Please go and check out Blackmore. You'll you'll thank us. I and uh, go subscribe to our Instagram and TikTok because we will be dropping quotes and stuff from the next book before we drop the episode. So, yeah, so if you want to get a little hint, giving insight, so get some VIP access that way. Don't forget to follow us. Thank you. Okay. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.